In this episode of Info Product Mastery, we'll discuss four reasons why you should blog on your own site instead of media. This is Info Product Mastery, episode 11. Welcome to Info Product Mastery, the podcast that helps developers, educators, entrepreneurs launch and grow their online education businesses. Whether you're just looking to create a passive income stream or creating a full-time living. I'm your host, Adrian Rosebrock. And today we have a question from Niraj Sujan, and I imagine it's a question that other listeners have as well. Niraj asks, Adrian, is it better to blog on Medium or one's own website? The answer is, of course, it depends. But in the vast majority of situations, I really think you should be blogging on your own website. Medium can be great for republishing, but under no circumstance would I want my content to live on Medium solely. So let's dive into four reasons why I think that's the case. Reason number one, by publishing on Medium, you're improving Medium's domain ranking, not your own. When you're building an info product or an online education business, search engine traffic is normally your number one driver of traffic by a landslide. And the reason for this is pretty simple. You're typically doing some sort of free content creation like blogging or creating video tutorials that bring people to your site, they like what you do, they join your email newsletter, and then from there, you're allowed to pitch them and you're able to close sales. Yeah, you can use paid ads in the info product space, but the vast majority of info product businesses really rely on Google and search engines sending them traffic for targeted long tail keywords. And it can, it can really take a while for your site to rank well in Google search results. But the benefit here is, of course, that Google search traffic is free. And since the LTV, lifetime value of a customer in the info product space, is typically lower than the LTV of a customer in the SaaS space, free traffic sources are really nothing for you to turn your nose up at. For example, Pymage Search relied heavily on search engine optimization, SEO, to drive traffic to the site. Therefore, when you're creating your own info product business, your goal should be able to improve the rankings of your own site in Google, not Medium's. If you exclusively post all your content on Medium, you're telling Google that Medium is a better source for the content related to your niche. And as a result, the Medium articles are going to rank better for those keywords, not your own site. So yeah, it does take longer to get your own blog to rank higher in Google, but the benefit is you know, you're improving the value of an asset you own and you control. That's tremendously helpful if you were to one day sell your business, and I can speak from experience there. When I sold Pioneer Search, we had a domain ranking score of 71 out of 100, which is incredibly high. We had 87,000 backlinks over across like 5,500 domains, meaning that 5,500 websites had linked to us over 87,000 times. And we ranked really well in Google for over 54,000 keywords. The fact that Pymage Search's domain ranking score was so high was a tremendous perk to the buyers. They knew that they could rely on the site consistently and constantly bringing in traffic from Google. And they knew that any new article they published would also rank well in Google. Had I decided to run Pymage Search on Medium, honestly, that never would have happened. I wouldn't have been able to build that asset, build such a high domain ranking for an asset I own which when I went to sell the business, made the business all that much more valuable. However, with that said, one approach that I have seen work well with Medium is to post content on your blog originally first and then repost it on Medium later. Medium lets you put in this special HTML tag called a canonical tag in the post. That way, Google knows that the Medium content is a repost of your blog content 
your SEO doesn't get dinged. So basically, if you go to WordPress or whatever publishing tool you're using on your own site, you publish the content there, and you go over to your Medium site, copy and paste the original blog post over into Medium, you get the original link from your blog, that's where you set the canonical tag, that way Google knows where the original content was published from. But really, like in my opinion, this is a bit of a dangerous game to play. First, Google may change their internal algorithm and how they handle the canonical tags, which could devalue the content on your blog in favor of Medium. And second, Medium is going to have a higher domain ranking than your own site. So when people search for content related to your niche on Google, your Medium post will probably surface higher in the search results than your blog post, at least until your blog has good domain authority. I've seen SaaS companies post on their company blog and their Medium blog at the same time, But in nearly every occurrence, I've ultimately seen the SaaS app abandoning Medium and just going back to their own blog. That implies that the the SaaS app isn't seeing the value. They're not seeing conversions coming from their Medium site over to to their SaaS website where they'll get trials and signups and eventually paying customers. I think Medium is a really great platform for casual, non-revenue generating blogging. But I wouldn't put my business content there. And let me let me caveat that again. Say I know Medium has a paid authorship program, but you know you're you're probably not going to be making six figures or seven figures per year on Medium. I'm sure there are some edge cases where that does happen, but on average, that's that's not what's really going to happen for for your business. When you're building a business, just like if you're placing trades in the stock market, you want to look for signals that show the market is going in your direction. That could be channel and and trend lines, could be uh, support and resistance lines, could just be certain patterns that you're picking up on with the moving averages. You you do all of that in the stock market to give you an edge to protect you from the downside. Similarly, when you're over here with with Medium and your own blogging, you want to protect yourself against the downside. And sometimes that means not republishing content elsewhere. That could ultimately hurt you in the long run, even if it does get you a very, very short-term edge. Reason number two, I think you should be blogging on your own site instead of Medium is that there is tremendous platform risk. And let me tell you a story about a friend of mine, Raul Chowdhury. He's a developer I know who jumped on the Medium bandwagon in the early days, and his content became really popular. He was featured on popular Medium blogs like the Startup, Free Code Camp, Hacker Noon, and those types of blogs. Then, out of nowhere, Medium's content moderation algorithm blocked his profile without notice. His entire profile and all of his articles started to 404. So Raul contacted Medium and they eventually unblocked his profile, claiming it was a mistake. And as Raul says, neither you or I can stop this from happening again because Medium is rented land for us. Rented land, I love that phrase because it's so true. Medium is a platform that you don't control. If you were on your own blog, you control all that software, you control all the algorithms running on it, you have significantly more control on your own blog. So unless you delete your entire blog and make it 404, you know, that reduces your platform risk by going with your your own blog versus Medium. And you would think Raul's story ends there, right? No, not, not so fast. Medium hadn't really fully reinstated his profile. In fact, he was actually just shadow banned. He could see his profile and his articles if he was logged into Medium account, but if he tried in an incognito window, his profile still 404'd. He had to again go back to Medium, contact him, and after a bit of time, they did eventually resolve the matter. He was unshadow banned and everyone could access his content. Platform risk, man, that is a serious issue. 
And as Roel said, Medium is rented land, in some cases, just like YouTube. The only true safe haven is your own website. But even that is debatable because your site has to be hosted somewhere. You're paying for a web host, most likely, to host your website. So that's a bit of platform risk. And most of your traffic is likely coming from Google. So if your web host or Google were were to suddenly, quote unquote, cancel you, then you'd be shit out of luck. The truth is you'll never be able to fully remove platform risk, but you can mitigate it tremendously by running your own site, running your own blog. I'll link up Rule Story in the show notes so you can give that a read. It's well worth it if you're kind of debating back and forth of, should I write on Medium or should I write on my own blog? Reason number three, customizability. Whenever a brand new reader comes to your site, you should be thinking, how can I get them on my email list? Your email list is arguably the most important asset in your business. Email is where you turn your subscribers into customers. And growing your email list typically requires you place some sort of opt-in on your website, whether that's a free 10-day email crash course on your niche topic, a resource guide PDF, or some other specific opt-in. That's super easy to do with most email platforms like MailChimp, ConvertKit, and Drip. You basically log into one of those apps, you create this email opt-in, and then you drop a piece of JavaScript on your site, and then the email opt-in automatically displays. But guess what you can't do on Medium? That's right, you can't insert those JavaScript snippets, you can't create those opt-ins, at least not easily. So even if you run this tremendously popular Medium site with tons of followers, I can guarantee that your followers aren't going to convert into paying customers as well as an email list a fraction of the size would be. So like I said, email, this is where the sale happens. Subscribers may have to click a link and enter in their credit card details, but email is where you actually convince them to become paying customers. And in my opinion, if a blogging platform doesn't make it easy for you to build an email list, then it's not worth using seriously, at least from a business standpoint. The final reason why I think you should be blogging on your own site versus Medium is profitability. Yes, Medium does have this partners program where you can put content behind a paywall and earn money from it. But I would again ask, why? Why would you do this? Is it worth the platform risk and the lack of customizability, the lack of ease of use to build an email list to run a paid content site on Medium? I don't think so. I'm not convinced. If you spun up a WordPress blog, build out your audience with a proper email list, which, by the way, are going to convert to paying customers better than your Medium followers, and then publish content on your WordPress site, you'll be better set up for success. Going back to that analogy I was saying about the stock market, you're looking for all those positive signals that say, hey, if I were to enter a trade now, that most likely it's going to go up in value. That's how you kind of have to approach some of these business decisions at times. Secondly, let's say your Medium site did become super famous with 100,000 followers and you decide to build a course you're going to pitch to your Medium followers. Well, in order to do that, you're going to need to spin up an external website anyway, whether you're hosting it on your own website or you know Kajabi or Teachable or those popular, popular online teaching platforms because Medium isn't the right tool to build a sales page. It's not the right tool to accept payments. And it's not the right tool for for premium users to log into your paid content and access it. You're going to be hosting that paid course or ebooks or cart checkout elsewhere. That's not going to exist on Medium. So by definition, you're going to have some sort of own custom website on your own. So in short, in summary, I think you should go with your own blog and your own website. The pros dramatically outweigh the cons. Go sign up on a website like WPEngine.com. It's dedicated WordPress hosting that makes it quick and easy to spin up a WordPress site. And full disclaimer, I've used them on multiple sites before. WP Engine is really legit. They do a good job. 
Plus, they have all these additional features that developers will enjoy, like enhanced security and SFTP. WP Engine is far easier to use than purchasing a server from Bluehost or Linode, which I've used also quite a bit, and then installing WordPress on it. If you disagree with me and you think Medium is the proper place to start a site for an info product business or online course, hey, shoot me an email. I'm always interested in hearing opposing viewpoints. I'm not claiming to know everything. Certainly not. And I hope I'm not coming across that way. I'm just really trying to tell you what I've, what I've learned from experience. And if you have experience that says, hey, Adrian, this is a case where going with the opposite of what you said actually worked better for me. Hey, I want to hear that story and I want to be able to share that story so others can get the most value out of this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll catch up with you next time. If you have any questions about this episode or suggestions for future episodes, send me an email at questions at infoproductmastery.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star rating in whatever podcatcher app you use, whether it's Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or Spotify. Not only do these reviews help motivate me to create new episodes, but they also help other developers, educators, and entrepreneurs find the show. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.